Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You guys, it's Rick Tittle! Alrighty then, how you doing? Rick Tittle with you, back live, coast to coast, border to border, around the world, on American Forces Radio Network, all that good stuff. How was your 4th of July? As they say, the most lazy of all named national holidays. I have to say that is true. Rick, technically it's Independence Day. Alright, I get it. To me, I think the most lazy name for anything that's big is space. You ever notice that? I never thought of it that way. Well, I have. What's up there? Millions of billions of planets and stars. What is all that? That's just space. Where you can put stuff? Kinda. I'm here for you. To talk some sports. I know it doesn't seem like it, but 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in and get heard. This show, all three hours, you know I do a lot of entertainment. I'm going to have Craig Conant on the other side. He's a stand-up comedian in Helium, Portland. We'll also do our salesporttalk.com segment at 940. Other than that, we're wide open, girl. There's lots of, wait for it, space. If you'd like to talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, all that type of stuff, we'll get in together. 1-800-878-PLAY. P-L-A-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You know you're ugly. Look in the mirror and you know you're... No, I'm just playing. Also, you can uh, check us out on sportsbyline.com. Go there. Click listen live. Any emails? Rick at sportsbyline.com. You can uh, look on the Twitter at Rick Tittle. You can go to Sports Byline uh, via the apps, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher as well, and on your TV sets. How about this if you have cable, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. I meant 500 outlets, 177 countries. Let's do a show. Come on back. 
Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible. Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get $10 off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $50 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N73 valid in store and online. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. It's great to have you with us. How was your 4th of July? You know, a lot of times when you think about uh, people in the media who try to stir up stuff, the United States women's national team played a game against Mexico yesterday, warming up for the Olympics and trounced Mexico. 
a 98-year-old World War II veteran came out and got on the harmonica and did the national anthem. And some website in Canada said, United States national team turns back on national anthem. And they didn't. They turned to the side and faced the American flag. And then after the guy played, they all shook his hand and everything. But that that caught some heat, you know? And, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, those dirty girls. <laughs> How dare you, you, ungrateful women, you this, you that, you liberal, whatever. And it actually caught some legs. <clears throat> but they did anything but that. They were, they were very respectful, um, and, and and if they did it, write your article one way or the other. I, I don't really care, but the thing is, is I, I just hate incorrect. Uh, I mean, if it's the definition of fake news. It, it is fake news. And you just wonder about trying to stir something up just to make a name for yourself. And a modicum of research, like before you would print something like that, you're like, did they really turn their back as a team? No, they didn't. <clears throat> years ago, about, I don't know, 10 years ago, I had a MLB player in here. And he was very loose. It was very cold, very off the cuff. And he had a couple of <laughs> disparaging things to say about one guy and one team on the air. And then as he was leaving, I was walking him out, you know, and he said, yeah, I kind of feel bad I said that now. I go, okay. He goes, don't, can you not like retweet that or anything? Or I got no problem about it. And then there were some people here who were thinking, you know, if we made a little snippet of that, that'd probably make national news. I mean, it's a slow news day. And it would, you know, the name Sports Byline or Rick Tittle, it's going to be out there. And um, I go, look, he said it on the air. If somebody caught it live, he co- they caught it live. But I'm not going to say make sure to listen to the replay where this guy says this. Because he asked me. Had he not asked me, I would have figured he would be okay with it. But it, it's just there's a price you pay when you want to say, hey, look at me. Look at what I did. <clears throat> you know. And sometimes there's a place for it. Sometimes there's not. But as I said, with the United States Women's National Team, which, by the way, was a four to nothing trouncing. And how about Carly Lloyd? Carly Lloyd, what was it, our 136th goal? Carly Lloyd, who in here, you know, and I've taken selfies with per, uh, people. Uh, she was kind of in a hurry. <laughs> but uh, it was Megan Rapino's birthday. There was a lot of, lot of good stuff going on unless you were part of Selección Nacional de México Femenil. Because, and, and look, it's nothing against the Mexican team. You're playing against the best team in the world. Arguably the best women's team of, of all time. And Lindsay Horan, Carly Lloyd, it was 2 nothing before it was even 11 minutes. Add another first half. Own goal by Reina Reyes. And then Tobin Heath scored basically two seconds after that. And then at that point, the head coach of the United States women's national team, Vladko Ananovsky, started putting in a lot of uh, subs. As I said, there, uh, this was one of the final tune-ups before going to uh, Tokyo. So, um, 
as I said, the uh, and that, listen, there were a couple of players on Mexico. I think that have some some real uh, potential. Stephanie Mayor and uh, Joselin Orajel. They looked like they were pretty uh, lively players. But just back to Carly Lloyd for a second, who's heading to her fourth Olympics. She's going to be 39 years old, I think, in 10 days. She's going to be 39, and she's still playing. And for a while there, she was kind of a sub. But I've always said, too, that I admire, and I think you do, too. How could you not? How could you not admire the athletes who step up when the lights shine the brightest? You know, speaking of the Olympics, you get the world record in the Olympics. You know, Don Larson, when am I going to pitch a perfect game? In the World Series. You know, Derek Jeter, speaking of Yankees, his career average, which was already Hall of Fame numbers, went up when the playoffs started. He got even better. And there are people who stunk in the playoffs or choked in the Super Bowl. I mean, Rich Gannon was the NFL MVP. He went to the Super Bowl. He threw five interceptions to set a record. And then the next week he was MVP of the Pro Bowl. And you could say, well, that's because Callahan, whatever it is. I'm just saying that sometimes when the lights shine the brightest, you choke. And we're all people. We're not robots. It can happen. But Carly Lloyd, in the World Cup, when it was in Canada, in the first half, at halftime when they went to the locker rooms to get a drink of water, (laughs) maybe change their jerseys and listen to the coach make adjustments, she had a hat trick in her pocket. A first half hat trick, which is uh, which is pretty amazing, I have to say. There was also um, Kristen Press, who I really like. She's a forward from Stanford. Of course, our top forwards from Cal, uh, Alex Morgan. But Kristen Press, she scored a goal that was perfectly good, but the referee blew his whistle too early, and it was an inadvertent whistle, and it had to be disallowed. Just think if that goal had mattered. Sorry, I blew my whistle. That happens now and then. But anyway, just getting back to the situation with um, with this website, which I'm not even going to give the, the name of because it's not worth it. This is what they're trying to do. But And it also shows you, I think, even more dangerous than the, the website saying the United States women's national team turned their back intentionally on a 98-year-old World War II veteran doing the national anthem is the fact that everyone just thinks it's gospel and just goes with it. You know, and they just absolutely go with it. Now, if I heard the entire team turn their back on the national anthem, would I believed it? Yeah, I mean, if all the reputable news organizations came out and I would have thought, oh, well, you know, personally, I would have thought, well, that's too bad. But I wouldn't have thought more than five seconds about it because that's their choice. It's not my choice. You know, I would think, well, that's that's too bad. But, you know, like I said, I'm not going to I'm not going to panic about it. It's just my my personal feeling. That's all. Um, what two weeks ago, I sang the national anthem at a minor league baseball game in the Pioneer League. And by the way, people ask me how it went. Uh, it was the fastest national anthem of all time because I thought if I paused, I would forget the words. It's funny to remember the words. I just tried to think of Francis Scott Key actually writing the song. So that's how I went through. 
Um, but anyway, um, the United States women's national team is the best in the world. They're getting ready to, to defend their gold medal at the Olympics in Tokyo, and and they're very exciting. But I just think it's a shame that some of these outlets just ran with this. I remember I was on the air on 95.7, and it was reported that Joe Paterno had passed away. This was right after the whole Sandusky thing. And so, you know, I, I said it on the air. Uh, he hadn't died. <clears throat> But NBC, ESPN, um, you know, CBS News, they all went with it. And I, you know, I thought, all right, I'll trust them, obviously. Uh, and that's the thing. One guy reports it, and then the next guy, gal, whatever, like, well, we don't want to be, we don't want to be left out. We don't want to look like we got scooped. It was the same thing with Ken Stabler, which was really sad. He reported that he died when he hadn't. So um, it's, just a, it's just a lesson in some of the, what do they call them, muckrakers, uh, blank stirrers people trying to get hits and uh, I think they probably think mission accomplished. We got people talking about our website, but on the other hand, I think that website should lose all credibility and you should lose interest in that website. That would be me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812 800-215-6812 That's 800-215-6812 Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You know, we love the comedians. We love the Helium Clubs, too. And at uh, Portland tonight and tonight only, make sure to get out there. A couple of shows. uh, You got Craig Conant, stand-up comedian. He joins us on the line right now. Craig, uh, welcome to the show. You're doing Portland, then you got to go to Spokane, Seattle, Tacoma. You you are a working comedian again. How does it feel after a, a year of doing like Zoom shows? Oh man, I, you don't understand. I love it. Thank you, human being. <laughs> I was performing to my own face for a year. <laughs> Sometimes they would mute the audience, so I just was a crazy person yelling at my computer monitor. So God bless the world for opening up. I'm so I'm at the airport right now. I'm I'm standing in the corner of Sky Priority, calling in um, on my way to Portland right now. So I can't wait. Well, let me go. I mean, let me know if you got to. You know, if they're boarding the oh, C section. Oh no, no, section. no! I got oh. a half hour. Okay. We're good. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that when because you know I know you were going through securities and you were supposed to be on in the previous segment, and then we found out you know you just got a little bit stuck and you're on now, but. Initially, do people think when this happens, well, this is the guy that's the stoner. You can't rely on him. Do you get a lot of that? I mean, yeah, of course. Look at me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty as charged, but uh, I was, I mean, yeah, I, who doesn't smoke weed? But uh, I'm on time now. I changed my ways. Back uh-huh. in the day, I was a, a lazy, I was going to say a cuss word. I don't know how that goes over here. But um, yeah, I was a lazy. You were on regular radio, so yeah, you don't want to cut. Okay, so, uh-huh. I was a I was a lazy turkey, and I just didn't, <laughs> and that was late. And now I changed my ways. I got here two hours early. Is it, what's going on at these airports? There's lines out the doors. It's crazy. I know. It's because Anyways. everybody's back to you know. Everybody has been locked up so much that uh, we want, as you said, people, human beings, man. Yeah, yeah. So go to my show, human beings. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're you're an L.A. guy, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, was it the kind of thing where you know you thought, hey, I want to try this comedy thing, or did did you, or did people say you should try it? Because I know you had that little MTV thing for a while. Yeah, I uh, 
I, it was both. I wanted it. It was calling in my soul. And I was a crazy kid uh, jumping off roofs, drinking and, and doing, you know, uh, uh, seeking laughter without jokes. Just, you know, uh, and then I, I got arrested on the 4th of July about a decade ago for throwing firecrackers at police officers. <laughs> and uh, and after that day, I was like, I'm going to get sober and get into stand up. And then I did. Uh, well, not you know, a little bit of weed here and there. That doesn't count. That's God. <laughs> God made that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, did you have an agent tell you, "Look, take off the backwards hat, cut your hair. No one wants the Jim Brewer. I'm high look." Or yeah. did you say, "I got to be myself, man"? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I, I, yeah, I didn't like that guy. We're no longer working together. He tried to cut my hair. Get out of here, bro. I've had this. It's, I'm Samson. This is my power. This is my mojo. Um, no, I've had long hair for 18, 19 years, and he told me that. I was like, all right, well, we're not going to work out. <laughs> well, plus, I mean, I found the, the ladies like that long hair, don't they? They do. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I've said this joke before. Uh, like, I'm like the guy that... Uh, a, like, I'm the mistake that a girl like wants to make, you know. Like, uh, I'll take it, you know. They're like, "Oh, look at look at that, look at that weirdo." I'll try that, and I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> Couple more questions for Craig Conant. He's at Helium. You get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com up there in uh, Portland, Oregon. So, um, you know, coming up, there, you know, it's it's slightly competitive, but when, when you're a, an opener, an open, you know, a feature or a host, people aren't scared of you, but. Uh, you know, sometimes everybody's fighting for that headliner role. But on the way up, opening for people like, you know, Bill Burr, I mean, that's pretty cool. Who were who some of the other guys that kind of took you under their wing? Um, Bill Burr, Bobby Lee, mm-hmm. Michael Yo, yeah. uh, and, uh, yeah, Bill Burr asked me to open for him at the Comedy Store, and, and uh, I... I couldn't sleep the night before. I was kicking my legs like a kid before Christmas. You know, I was just like, "Oh my God, Bill Burr asked me to do a show," and then I gave him some uh, some sparklers for the Fourth of July, and it was a good show. <laughs> you know what I love is that um, because if if you do the punchline or cops here, the, the comedians will come in, and in and, and years and years, Bobby Lee would come in and you know strip to his underwear and give me a hug, whatever. But you know now he's selling out, so he doesn't have to do press and that's true with like you know nikki glazer and mark norman and and I'm, i mean i miss them not coming in but i'm proud of them uh is that kind of what you're building up to like you just hear craig conan and it's gonna sell out boom yeah that's the goal man no one no one wants to perform to 14 people on a tuesday <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, it's been going though i'm coming up and uh I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I had two stinker shows, but out of like 40, you know, I can't yeah. complain with that. Almost every one of my shows has been good, and uh, we've had people in it. And uh, I'm just happy and grateful to be here. You know, a couple stinkers, but you can't win them all. You know, that's life. Well, plus the fact that you could do the exact same set twice in one night, kill one set and then the other one they're just dead a lot of it i hate to say it because it sounds like an excuse but if the audience is dead what are you going to do 
I get weird and talk about dark stuff and it's explored, explorative. They go, what, what, what happened in there? I was like, well, you should have laughed then. You should have laughed. I would have done my Trader Joe's jokes, but you didn't laugh. And now I'm talking about my grandma's woo-ha, you know? <laughs> so, uh, well, you got fired from Trader Joe's, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you f- I farted on my manager. And you put it on social media. And I filmed it and put it on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> it, it was he all had worth it coming. It. He had it coming. It was worth it. <laughs> What's insane? What is insane? This, that's not a joke. I mean, it is a joke, but it's not a joke. It's true. Uh-huh. Uh, but it set me free. Like, it launched me into headlining and JFL and... Uh, and I feel like Bill Burr, like, I feel like everything happened right after the fart. It's quite crazy. Was was JFL the kind of thing where they would tell you, you after you're, you're close but not yet? Or did you get in on your first try? Um, That was my second try. Mm-hmm. The first one was as a favor. Like, I just knew a manager, dude. He did not represent me. I was like, get me an audition, please. And he did. And then I didn't even get a call back. It was just like a favor. And then the and then the next year I don't even think I auditioned. I didn't have any representation. And then the next year I submitted unrepped, where you don't have reps, you just send in a tape. And I I I, I missed the deadline because I'm a dingleberry. And then I just sent a I sent the Instagram clip and I was like, hey, here's the link to my Instagram. And then it worked. <laughs> I got it. It was wow. fantastic. No, that's exciting. That's just for last up there in Montreal. Last question for you. Uh, Portland, um, the Rose City, that seems kind of like that would be your fan base. That, I would think that you would uh, kind of fit in in Portland. I would. I can't, it's my first time here. I can't wait. They, they've always been telling me, come up, you're a weirdo, and I've been trying, and, and now here we are. <laughs> well, uh, the great Portland comedian Ian Carmel told me that Portland is the place where in the morning you wake up and you ride your bike to work and your job is selling sustainable wind chimes. I like wind chimes. <laughs> I'll fit right in. <laughs> All right, everybody, at Craig Conant, remember to pick up the Lucy Goosey merch over there at craigconant.com. And, of course, t- tickets tonight at Helium Comedy Club, and he's covering the whole Pacific North- Northwest this week, so check out his website, Craig, thanks for coming on the show, man. And if you're ever in uh, San Francisco, drop on by. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you guys. I can't wait to blow up, and uh, and I'll still do your radio. I will. I will. I'm not like Bobby. I'll come back. I'll sell out every show, and I'll still say hello. I'll ship to my chonies, bro. All right, I appreciate it. All All right, right. (laughs) all right. Thanks. That's uh, Craig Conant. C O N A N T. It looks like Conan O'Brien, but with a, a T at the end. And um, it used to be something Italian, like Conatazi or something. And I believe his uh, grandfather changed it to Conant so they could get a job. Hey, it happens. Um, I have a friend. Uh, he was uh, DeMartolo, and uh, his parents changed it to DeMartil. They thought if it sounded French, they could get a job in America. It happens. Craig Conan, everybody. Helium, Portland. Check it out. When we come back, it will be time to get out on the waves of San Francisco Bay with Karen Lyle. Mom and Dad are such a loving pair, but the house really thumps when it's a first 
I promise to love till death is apart. I want your five friends to ever be apart. This is Karen Lyle with Sailsport Talk, talking to Walt Ranieri about adaptive sailing for blind sailors. Any, any good coach, any good sailing coach is going to tell you, close your eyes and get a sense of where the boat is, how it's healing, where's the wind coming from. And in fact, a lot of sports, there are moments when you're going to close your eyes to just recenter mm-hmm. yourself, whether it's in between a play, in between a pitch, in something to just allow yourself to resettle. And for, for us blind sailors... It's all about sound, of course. We have audible buoys on the race course, and I mentally prepare a kind of digital map in my brain as to where I am on the course, listening to the buoys, identify with some mental triangulation that I'm on the right side or the left side. And, of course, with match racing, it's kind of like one-on-one, so I need to know where that other boat is too because it's trying to make my life miserable. So, Walt, you have three people in your team, is that correct? Yeah, so uh, the blind match racing, there's three blind people on board, no one sighted. And the first time I say this to people, they're like, what, no one sighted? Yep, no one sighted on board. And so we navigate around the course uh, by listening to where the port, which is the left side, the starboard, which is the right side, and the windward, which is the upwind buoy. They each make unique sounds. And by virtue of, see, I'm a little bit closer to the starboard one. I'm farther from the port one. And, oh, I'm below the line or I'm above the line. And then each boat has a sound emitter that says that I'm on port tack or I'm leaning to the right or I'm on starboard tack. I'm leaning to the left. And so I know what the other boat's doing. They know what I'm doing. And sometimes it's a little bit of controlled chaos. Two boats are going right at one another and there are blind people on board and they can't see and uh, those sound indicators really help out to identify who needs to keep out of the way and when. So there are no real adaptations for blind sailing other than the audible marks. You're not tethered. You're on the boat. I do wear a helmet. I'm at the back of the boat, and sometimes the boom swings across. I think that's why they call it the boom. And uh, when I've had, I've been, it's called a head strike. I've had a few of those, and I've been very grateful that I've been wearing a helmet. So... You know, for all of you uh, sports enthusiasts out there, you're familiar with those, you know, those moments when things don't go exactly right, and uh, it's good to have the right equipment around. And for sailing, it's pretty minimal gloves because you don't want your hands all ripped up with the lines mm-hmm. and uh, something on your head so you don't get whacked. A, a, a lot of your listeners, you 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 don't prepare every day for the worst thing that can happen, but sometimes it does. And the most important thing you need is an adaptive mindset to move forward because without it, you know, you're going to get stuck. And it's all about as human beings to stay relevant, to stay connected on the planet Earth with other human beings. You got to keep moving forward. Welcome back to Sports Byline. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, around the world on American Forces Radio Network. That music on Tuesdays means it's time to be joined by the co-host of this segment with me, Karen Lyle from SalesSportsTalk.com. How are you doing, Karen? I'm doing great. I am really looking forward to our interview today with um, Betsy Allison from U.S. Sailing. 
and talking about adaptive sailing. You remember our friend Walt Ranieri, who we had as the blind sailor on our show. You got to meet in person when we were still doing things in person before COVID. Yes. Well, there you are. It's an introduction to our guest. Betsy Allison is with us. She is currently the head coach of the U.S. Paralympic Sailing Program and chair of the Para World Sailing Committee. Uh, Betsy, welcome to the show. What what does that entail? I know you'd probably need uh, two hours to explain everything you do, but in a nutshell, what is it as you do as the head coach of the team? Well, <clears throat> thanks so much for having me today. I'm, I'm really happy to be part of this, and, and your show is fantastic, so I, I really appreciate being on. Actually, there's a little bit of a change. I was the head coach of our Paralympic sailing team until 2016, the games in Rio. Uh, So I coached the team for about 20 years before sailing was removed from the Paralympic sport program of the Paralympic Games. Although... Yeah, so I'm actually the director of adult prog- adult programs for U.S. Sailing, but I am indeed chair of the Para World Sailing Committee, and we're working really hard on behalf of member national authorities around the world to get sailing back in for LA 2028. So I'm fully embroiled with adaptive sailing, with Paralympic sailing, and have worked with athletes like Walt and quite a number of others around the world. Betsy, I'm really excited about your training program where you train U.S. sailing certified instructors in how to teach when there are adaptive sailing situations. How did you come about creating that program? Well, funnily enough, Karen, um, through my inv- I've always been a sailing coach for uh, teaching as, as a contract coach for U.S. sailing ever since the early 80s. But um, when my own sailing racing career took off, I was invited to coach the Paralympic sailing team at a world championship in Newport, Rhode Island in 1998. And that was the first time I'd ever coached a sailor who had a physical disability. And there were six sailors that I was working with, um, various amputees, two were quadriplegics, and uh, it was really quite an education and experience for me. Fast forward, you know, to to current day. Um, over those years that I worked with a lot of our sailors with disabilities, I had uh, on-the-job education pretty much. So as I coached sailors and worked with them um, traveling around the world, I became more and more fami- familiar with a wide range of disabilities and uh, learned how to help construct adaptations to maximize the ability of the sailor on board and minimize the impact that the disability would have on their performance on board. So as a natural uh, extension, we at U.S. Sailing decided to create uh, an adaptive instructor workshop where over the course of three days we talk about everything from establishing an inclusive sailing uh, program to include physical disabilities, intellectual disabilities, PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, the gamut of disabilities, and how to adapt a facility to accommodate a wide range of disabilities, how to adapt different types of boats, because we have found over our our course of involvement of working with people with disabilities that any stable platform of a boat can be modified and adapted in small ways to help 
accommodate a sailor who has uh, a physical or intellectual challenge. So it, we have shared our experience over the years by creating this workshop, and we're heading out to San Francisco at the end of July. And uh, right now we've got 22 uh, candidates that are taking that course. So we're super excited to come out to the Bay Area and, and be running a workshop. Very cool. I also know that you were instrumental in revising, editing the IFDS Disabled Sailing Manual. What were some of the amendments you made there? Well, we took a lot of information that had been compiled over the years by a lot of groups. I mean, sailability in in England and in Australia, uh, the Royal New Zealand uh, Yachting Association and other organizations around the world. And a lot of the information that IFDS had put together was very fundamental, but as things have morphed and changed over the years. We refreshed the material. We added some fresh content to it, uh, especially from the ad- uh, adaptation standpoint and from the um, working with, with people with autism as well. So, again, we've, we've just really uh, embraced and expanded that content, and it's all free to anyone. It's a free download uh, from the U.S. Sailing website from our adaptive pages. So we really want people to embrace sailing as an inclusive sport. Quite often, our athletes that are competing at high levels are racing against able-bodied sailors all the time. So it's not an exclusive environment for just people with disabilities. It's really creating that community that Walt was referring to in the earlier piece that you had about getting everybody out on the water together and being able to enjoy an activity fully with family, friends, and each other. You know, as I was reading through the manual that you um, sent me a copy of about the training the adapt the adaptive sailing practices uh, for the the u s sailing instructors, what really surprised me was that there were so many categories that would be considered adaptive sailing, like somebody having diabetes or you know other things and I was thinking about all the people that have been on my boat, which has probably been about seventy over the over the last several years, and you know probably one third of them would qualify, but none of us have ever used the language adaptive sailing or or disability or handicap. They're just kind of the things that we just ordinarily just deal with in our lives. Well, that is true. And when you think about it, one out of every five or six families has a family member that has some type of challenge. And, And that's what this is all meant to address, to really help Uh, embrace people that are developing challenges over time, someone who has a disease progression, people as they get older, uh, people that are, you know, recovering from strokes or, like we said, traumatic brain injuries, veterans that are coming back from service that have, you know, a lot of the, the silent disabilities where you might not see physical, um, impairments with them, but they have have faced a lot of challenges that have altered the way they live their day-to-day life. So we have found that sailing is a phenomenal sport for veterans that are returning from service. Betsy, um, you know, we were talking earlier, uh, you know, in the segment uh, about the guest who was a sailor who was blind. Uh, Obviously, DMV would never let a blind driver go out on the road for obvious reasons. So what what was the pushback 
when you started saying, look, we can have people blind at the helm? I mean, did did the Coast Guard say that's not a good idea? I mean, how did you overcome that? Well, it's really funny because most of the time the Coast Guard doesn't know that there are sailors that are vision impaired out sailing on the water. But some of our, our blind sailors are phenomenal boat drivers, and as Walt may have referenced, uh, they sail in two different formats. Sometimes they sail with sighted guides on board, which obviously help them navigate point to point, but other times they are sailing uh, a type of racing that has acoustic buoys, and that's in a fairly confined area. And in between races, a sighted guide will jump on board just to uh, take a little, alleviate some of the pressure for them of just sailing around in between races with the marks turned off. So it's not unusual to see a blind sailor out sailing with, with, with a sighted guide or a sighted companion on board. And there are ways in which you can tell what the boat's doing. You can't necessarily, uh, a, a, a non-sighted sailor doesn't necessarily see the other boats but they can feel the direction that the boat is healing. Um, what are the other things that, that sailors, you know, if you can tell our, 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 our listeners what the other sail, sailors can feel, that they would know how to sail a boat even though they can't see everything that's in front of them? Well, it's really quite amazing. Anyone who has a physical uh, challenge or has lost a limb or whatnot, their other sensors, senses become finer-tuned. So if you've got a vision impairment and you, and you can't see or you're totally blind, you feel the wind um, on the back of your neck, on the hairs of your arms. You would smell uh, directional changes or feel the heat of a shift coming off a shoreline. You might hear uh, boats converging and hear the speed of the way the boat changes its movement through the water. You would also be, as you mentioned, very sensitive to the heel, the, the, the tilting of the boat um, on the water. And uh, what's really, what I find really amazing with the, with the maligned sailors is they are some of the best upwind drivers that I've ever seen because they don't, they're not distracted by looking at other boats. They tend to stay very close to the wind and sail with a very controlled angle of heel because of their sensitivity to those, uh, the sensory perception that they're getting um, from the, uh, the wind and the water and the changes that they're feeling and hearing. And the other thing that we tend to do when we're working with blind sailors is work uh, when you've got a skippering crew that are both uh, vision impaired, that we work to cadences so that helmsmen and the trimmer would be tacking on a count. So, for example, we might say tacking in three, two, one, at zero, the boat would be turning through the wind, and the crew would know as the, the helmsman is turning the boat on the count when to put their foot across the boat, when to get ready to release the sheet. And through those cadences and working together on the timing, their accuracy of sailing the boat becomes more fine-tuned. Before we let you go, tell us a little bit more about your uh, clinic you're going to have here in a couple of weeks. Well, it's going to be pretty phenomenal. We're going to be uh, running it down um, down near South Beach Yacht Club. South Beach Yacht Club is hosting us, and they're adjacent to, I think, I'm, I can't remember what number the pier is, but the uh, pier 40. right next to 
it's Pier 40 right next to the baseball stadium. And we will be doing not only some lecturing classroom work, but we are, our participants are going to be adapting equipment. They're going to be sailing uh, with simulated disabilities. They're going to get a chance to meet uh, a ra- wide range of sailors with disabilities uh, to learn what some of their challenges are. And it's going to be an overall phenomenal three days with a lot of uh, hands-on activities. So we hope, I mean, I am hopeful that Karen will be able to come down and check it out. And, and Rick, if you're around as well, we would love to have you come down to South Beach Yacht Club at the very end of July on that last Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and come see what we're doing. Is there a website for more information? Uh, the website would be ussailing.org, and then you would it's forward slash adaptive. So that would be where we would find information on our website, and that's where the course would be listed in the location. That's Betsy Allison. Betsy, thank you so much, and we'll, uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Thanks, thanks so much. Allison. Look forward there. to seeing you. All right. Thanks again. Have a great day. All right. And, uh, Karen, we'll catch up with you next week, kid. Okay, we will do. All right, sounds good. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we have open lines the rest of the way on Sports Violin. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user, $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. 
Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? <laughs> I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, thanks for that. And uh, welcome back to this show. Uh, the rest of the show, the uh, lines are wide open. So if you'd like to get in, it's uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, big match today. It's the Euro semifinal at noon Pacific time between Spain and Italy. Or as they say, Italy. Got to watch that one in North Beach. <clears throat> and then manana. A game that I can't win and I can't lose. It's going to be Denmark versus uh, England. Dinamarca contra Inglaterra. El ganador de este partido en el gran final. All right. You notice a lot of Spanish I know came from uh, watching uh, Una Fisión and uh, Telemundo back in the day. They used to have these uh, soccer highlights when I was in high school on the, and uh, – I remember in the 82 World Cup when I would watch Denmark, it'd be, it was this guy named Tony Terrado, and he had a very deep voice, and he'd go, Dinamarca. That was my first. Uh, and then, of course, Andres Cantor. That was uh, much better. South America, Argentina, Colombia, they go, 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 go,
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. New disclosures by the National Legal and Policy Center show the Chinese Communist government contributed to the President Biden Center at University of Pennsylvania. Documents show the organization received $50 million from China after Biden announced his presidential bid in 2018. That was an increase of 400% from previous years. It's not clear if Biden was directly involved. A teenager is dead after deputies said she jumped out of a moving car while arguing with her mother Monday night on I-45 in Houston, Texas. Lieutenant Cook from the Harris County Sheriff's Office on KPRC 2 News. On arrival, uh, deputies learned that a uh, juvenile female was uh, confirmed deceased. A rendition of the national anthem by 98-year-old World War II veteran Pete Dupre on a harmonica was played for the U.S. women's national soccer team on the Olympic send-off match. Two of the U.S. players turned their back on Old Glory. USA Radio News. Donald Trump is back with his Save America rallies, and Newsmax TV is covering them live. All other major cable networks won't carry them, but Newsmax will. Newsmax is fast becoming the number one choice for Americans who want to hear from President Trump. Newsmax is real news you can trust. You can get it on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Newsmax even has a free app for your smartphone. So stay informed about Trump's rallies and big announcements by going to Newsmax.com and watching Newsmax. TV. And make sure you sign up for Newsmax's Trump list. Get the latest on President Trump and his 2024 plans directly on your cell phone. Just text the word REMIND to 39747. That's REMIND to 39747. Help us take back America. Join the Trump list on Newsmax by texting REMIND to 39747. Big news is about to happen. Be the first to know with Newsmax. Send REMIND to 39747 now. Anyone that drove over the 4th of July weekend will tell you gas prices at the pump is doing no one any good. John Clements from the Texas USA Radio News Bureau reports. That 312 is up 95 cents from a year ago. And according to Patrick Tahan of GasBuddy.com, demand could be at an all-time high. Gasoline demand over the July 4 holiday was amongst the highest in years as motorists took to the roads to celebrate Independence Day. We easily saw the highest gasoline consumption on record since the summer of 2019. And it's possible after additional data comes in that it indeed may have been close to record-setting gasoline demand. Across the country, Mississippi had the lowest statewide average of 273 a gallon, while California had the highest at a whopping 428. From the USA Radio News Texas Bureau, I'm John Clemens. Thanks for listening, my friend. We are USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Let's get an update on the Surfside, Florida partial tower collapse last month. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau explains. The death toll in the collapse of a Florida condominium tower now stands at 28 after search and rescue teams pulled more victims from the rubble of the 12-story structure. Another 117 remain unaccounted for. Search efforts were periodically paused on Monday as the outer bands of Tropical Storm Elsa brought rain and lightning to the area. At a news conference Monday evening, Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava praised the rescue crews, saying they've pushed ahead through many difficulties. For 12 days, fire, smoke, and now 
now wind and torrential rain. They are continuing the mission and the search of the collapse area. They've worked under this great difficulty and they have pulled shifts to uh, rotate because that's how much they want to be out there searching. The first responders are the most frustrated by any delays we have experienced. Truly, they live to save lives. The Montreal Canadiens avoided a sweep of the Stanley Cup Finals Monday night as they defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 in overtime in Game 4, thanks to Josh Anderson's game winner. Filmmaker Richard Donner, who directed 1978 Superman and mastered the Lethal Weapon franchise, has died in Los Angeles, California, Monday. He was 91. Steven Spielberg said being in his circle was akin to hanging out with your favorite coach, smartest professor, fiercest motivator, most endearing friend, and staunchest ally. I'm Lance Pry. USA Radio News. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Back on the air, we got another hour together, and I'd love to have you participate if you'd like. You can write me an email, rick at sportsbyline.com. You know, it's funny. I get a lot of uh, emails. In fact, I'd say 90% of my emails are for the video game review because, you know, over the years, the industry has gotten my name, and so I just get on on these lists, and I don't unsubscribe. I like, you know, but it's just there's a million video game and a lot of indie companies and there's this one game <clears throat> that they want a Kickstarter for and I'm not going to say the name of the game because it, it makes me sick it's just this weird word that's hard to pronounce and he's like a skater dude and I would get about three emails a day from them going Kickstarter for this huh? it's so cool it's so cool y'all Kickstarter three a day 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 and finally today, just to make sure unsubscribe isn't enough, I'm like, I can't take these relentless emails anymore. Can you please take me off the list? Hope that doesn't sound too harsh. There was this one guy, this comedian who <laughs> was at Radio Row, and he used to email me relentlessly saying, Hey, Rick, I'll do more jokes on your show. You only have to pay me this much money. 
And I'm like, I'm getting head, I'm getting worldwide headliners on my show for free. Why would I pay you? And you weren't even funny. But I never said that. And he got so relentless that I wrote unsubscribe. And then he wrote, I'm a human being, you a-hole. And you don't even remember me. And then I wrote, yeah, I did. And you weren't funny. And he's like, why'd you have to say that? I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's like, I'm success. I'm like, if you're a success, you, you'd have an agent. Or you wouldn't be like cold calling and emailing people. So anyway, I don't know where I'm getting at. <laughs> it's just the fact that uh, you're better off not carpet bombing people in relationships, in business, and everything else. If someone's, if someone's interested, they'll get back to you. I think two emails is enough. First one, maybe you forgot, maybe you didn't see it. After the second one, they're not interested. Come on back. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Don't fear larger, more established competitors. Remember, you're introducing new products into the market because there is a need for them. You have something that your competition lacks. Many older companies are still hesitant or unwilling to shift their businesses online, leaving the door open for small businesses to win their customers and capture market share at a fraction of the cost. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, uh, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Somebody asked me for more details on my uh, trip to the Grand Tetons and stuff. People have said, your stories are better than your sports talk, and I'm like, I guess I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, but anyway, uh, I did go through a drive through safari, so to speak. It was my third one I've been. I went to Woburn Safari Park in England uh, where I drove through, um, you know, a bunch of antelope and monkeys and things. Uh, I went to Arizona outside Flagstaff once where you drive through and there's wolves and bears. And I went to, this time, Yellowstone Bear World <laughs> where you drive through and... Uh, I got to say, for Yellowstone Bear World, there had to be 50 bears there. I mean, it's, I don't know what PETA thinks of that place, but uh, I had a Bear World story, and I already forgot it. Let's talk some sports. 1-800-878-PLAY. So, the Bucks and the Suns. What? <laughs> yes. The Bucks and the Suns. It's the weirdest NBA Finals of all time. <laughs> and they begin tonight. And there's no doubt these teams were contenders, but the Suns hadn't been to the playoffs in 10 years. And the Bucks looked like they were, you know, out in one, out in two barbecue, right? So the Suns got the nightmare matchup. They had the defending champs, the Los Angeles Lakers. How are you going to beat LeBron and Unibrow? How can it happen? Milwaukee, in their second round, had the unbeatable Brooklyn Nets and had to take them seven. Now, both those teams, the Lakers and the Nets, got some terrible injury luck. But listen, Chris Paul missed the first two games against the Lakers, missed the first two games of the conference finals because of COVID-19, the Bucks had to close out the conference finals, of course, without Giannis and Dante DiVincenzo three games in. And as I mentioned, the Greek Freak's hyperextended left knee is the biggest storyline tonight because he's um, doubtful is what it, what it is. It's uh, questionable, probable, doubtful, doubtful. Well, what is up with Giannis? Mike Budenholzer, who was coach of the year in Atlanta and then got fired. Uh, he says he's day-to-day. And what are they going to do? They will lean on Chris Middleton and Jeru Holiday, obviously. Brooke Lopez is going to get extra minutes. Bobby Portis is going to get extra minutes. The good news for Milwaukee is at the end of the Atlanta series, even without him, the defense looked okay. Now, that might have been scorched if Trey Young was healthy. But if you think about how uh, if the Bucks can pull that off against Chris Paul and Devin Booker, I don't know. 
So the question really isn't whether or not Antetokounmpo can play. It's how good he will be once he's on the court. How much ground can he cover? How tentative will he be? How easily will he get re-hurt? But what the Suns do, pick and roll, shake that pick and roll to the left, to the left. That's what they like to do. And in the regular season, Milwaukee allowed the most long twos in the league. How do you like that? Right inside the stripe. Who took the most long twos in the league? Phoenix did. Yikes. And Milwaukee allowed the most. So that Bucks defensive scheme, the deep drop coverage, Booker and Paul can hit from mid-range. But to Milwaukee's credit, it did experiment with different schemes throughout the playoffs. They did adjust. I think the best example of that came in Game 2 of the Finals when the Bucks just decided to clamp down on Young. Clamp! And at one point, they even let Lopez and Portis go out on the perimeter to guard Young. It was like all hands on deck. So, um, and listen... The uh, the two games that Phoenix played against Milwaukee this year were both one-point victories, which I think bodes well for, a, for the impartial fan like myself. And someone asked me, are you rooting, who are you rooting for? And I'm like, I guess the Suns. And then I thought, why am I rooting for the Suns? When they had Barkley, I hated them. When they had Nash and Kevin Johnson, I hated the Suns. Milwaukee's never heard of Flea. Maybe it's because I've been to Phoenix so many times for spring training and other things. I just feel more of affinity for Phoenix. But I really am impartial. But, uh, I mean, like, Paul and Booker will happily take pull-up twos if the defense is conceding them, and that could that could uh, backfire. But what if the Milwaukee Bucks can't run? And... And I guess that if they, they'll they have to go just in a half-court offense and just hope for stops and a lot of good offensive glass at this point. But that, that's just the enormous variable between Greek Freak playing or not. And is Milwaukee going to find easy baskets on the break? But the other thing is with DeAndre Ayton, so far the former number one round pick oh, from Arizona, who is part of some of the scandals, not his fault, right? He has come through the playoffs looking really well, and I don't think he's going to see anything completely new in the finals. He's not the typical swing guy, but he could be an X-factor guy because his production is kind of the correct, really, barometer that Phoenix has had through the playoffs. So how is Milwaukee going to treat him? I mean, one of the reasons the Clippers were able to win Game 5 of the Western Finals was that they started to put small defenders on Aiden. And that's a risky strategy against such a tall, strong guy with a soft touch. But it put the Suns in an uncomfortable position because they didn't want to run their offense as Aiden post-ups. Let's take advantage of that. Let's post them up in the low block. Well, you take advantage of that, but that's not what you want to do. So if the Bucks try it, it's up to Aiden then, I guess, to get deep post position and then punish him on the glass. At the other end, it's up to him to continue to avoid foul trouble, especially if Antetokounmpo Quopo is attacking the basket. But if he's not on the floor, I mean, it'll be a team-wide effort just to communicate defensively to get Aiden around the rim as they had to do against the uh, the Clippers. 
But, I mean, prediction-wise, um, I think uh, most people are picking the Suns, but to me it's like 60-40. It's not anything overwhelming. And you think about who's hot. Is there anybody hotter than Chris Middleton right now? There's also, you know, I think about the just happy to be here. I think, you know, Chris Paul finally made the finals and he gave his long speech and and then you throw in at the end, oh, we haven't done anything yet. Well, like, well, you're acting like you've done something. And you look, you should celebrate. You should put on the hat, put on the T-shirt, have fun under the confetti, but then, you know, get back to work a half hour later. Really, I mean, take a good half hour, but... Uh, it's, it's not, it's just not enough if you're just happy to be there. So I just think for those of us who saw what Chris Paul did against the Clippers, he seems like a man obsessed and I just, I can't see the Suns. I mean, I actually, I can see the Suns getting beat, but if I'm, if, you know, if I had to put money on it, I would take Phoenix. I just think they have, I mean, if you think about Booker and Aiton and Paul, um, if Giannis is 100%, then we've got a series. But without him, I don't know how much of a series we have. If everybody's healthy, that would be better. But uh, right now, I would have to pick uh, Phoenix. Talk about it more on the other side. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 
That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. You hella fine, girl. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. A lot of times when these teams, they get to the finals, the World Series, the Stanley Cup, whatever. You start to look back and you think, how was the West won? How did these teams get to where they are? And a lot of it is like, well, you draft the Greek freak, you sign Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think one of the more enduring storylines last year was the fact that the Miami Heat won the West. And you go, how how did that happen? You go, well, they drafted Tyler Harrow, they had Jimmy Butler. But this time around, it's much more shocking. The the Phoenix Suns have never won a championship, and the Bucks did 50 years ago. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute, but let's go to the great state of Michigan with Robert. How you doing, Robert? Hey, Rick. Very well. I'm out here taking a run, and I took a little break, and I wanted to talk a little sports with you. Let's do it. What you got, man? Hey, well, well, in, in, I just want to open in, in the spirit of uh, – of sales sports talk, I went sailing for the first time this weekend, and I had a great time. Were you on the Great Lakes? But, uh, I was on Lake St. Clair, which is considered maybe the sixth Great Lake. Wow. Uh, it's on the east side of Detroit in between Canada. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, but anyway, I was thinking about uh, some of the earlier topics you were talking about in the... Um, comes to my mind that the all-star game 50 years ago reggie jackson hit that home run off the detroit in detroit off the light tower that was, can you believe that's 50 years ago wow by the way i just looked up lake st Clair. i never heard of it i had no idea detroit was next to a massive lake like that oh yeah oh yeah that's very beautiful over there uh, you ever you drive up to towns you... called uh 
Gross Point. Yeah, Gross I heard, Point Shores. I, I've heard of Gross Point. I didn't know it was on Lake St. Clair. I have to admit, I'm embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Did Have you ever uh, uh, driven up to Sarnia? Yes, and that you can go to, that's uh, Ontario. You take the Blue Water Bridge over. Yep, yep, that's fantastic over there on Lake Huron. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I always think Kettle it's Point. Yeah, how close you guys college. are. We had a geology uh, uh, field trip. We, you had to, if you didn't go on the field trip, you failed the class. So everyone had to go. <laughs> and it was be- well, I know that um, London, Ontario, that's where Joe Thornton's from. That's kind of like the the biggest town in Canada near you, right? Uh, that's halfway between Detroit and Toronto. That's right. That's right. London. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I was in. We actually have used to have a uh, an affiliate in St. Catharines. I was at Niagara on the Lake, which is right near St. Catharines in Ontario, in 1986. Mm-hmm. Okay, long yes. time ago. Uh, that's, I have some family in Toronto, so I, I go there quite often. And uh, and believe it or not, I have some kind of vision. I can see Toronto as being an Olympic city one day. It's just just growing and it's mm-hmm. massive and it's cosmopolitan. And whatnot. That's my opinion. What do you th- What do you think of those? What do you think of those youpers? <laughs> well, there are a lot of fins, <laughs> so I love them. <laughs> there's some towns there that are actually are Finnish names, and uh, uh, there's a college there called uh, Finlandia College, huh. and uh, there's quite a few fins there. So. Um, they used to do the mine work there in the, in the tree um, forestry uh, thing a century ago when that was big. Copper mines. Right. That's its own world up there. It's wow. way up there. Yeah. Way up there. Yeah, but sports. Uh, what else? Can you imagine the Phoenix Suns won 19 games two years ago? Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible to think about yeah, what a disaster isn't that, they isn't were. Isn't that amazing yeah. how they've turned it around that quick? Yeah. And, uh I think they could get, they could take it. Maybe you know, just they're in there, they're in the hunt. That's a good thing. I think they're the favorites. But then you were talking, talking mm-hmm. also about um, draft picks and which is interesting. When it comes to mind that uh, those big names you mentioned, maybe the top ten, they might have a signing bonus. They might sign for upwards of a million dollars, right? Oh, they'll get. The, these kids, they'll get way more than a million dollars of their first-round picks, yeah. Hey, but I remember listening, like, the Maury Wills or Denny McLean, they got about 7000 and a bus ticket to uh, spring training. It's a major difference now how, how draftees are, are, are kind of uh, put on a pedestal. And how you, that's why I think a lot of the minor league teams have been dissolved, because you don't put a guy making a million dollars in the minor league system, you already put him in kind of on a pedestal that he's going to be in the majors in a short time, not a, not a long time. Well, if you think about it, just if you, like if you flew in to America with no idea about the minor league structure and you were some kind of, kind of consultant and you would see all these teams with all these players, you would say, you know what, you really don't need this many guys. And I could see that person saying, you should, you should cut all these teams. But when they've been around for 100 years, it's just such a kick in the pants for those communities to get rid of those teams. Hello? 
maybe. Yeah, your 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 phone's going in. It sounds like your phone is in your pocket sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. There I'm you go. Now you're back. I was running. Now you're back. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, yeah. So um, baseball's like that. It was a minor league system now. It's true. It's it's kind of it's changing quick. But then, Rick, if you, I don't know, it's an open topic, but I was listening to some local sports about college basketball and a transfer portal. And right now, there's about 1,700 athletes in the transfer portal mm-hmm. for basketball, and there might be only about 800 positions available. So that means about half of them, their basketball career will be ending. Right. And... uh also, in addition, if you if you transfer to a school, maybe as a senior, you need to do maybe 40 credits at that university to get your degree. So maybe you don't even get that either because you're in a hurry to, to, to just to play ball and you don't even get a degree. So I know it's an open question. I know last week you were talking about how NCAA needs to open up. I agree with that. When I was growing up, you got fifty dollars. You were an AAU athlete and and all that. But I, I don't I don't agree with that. But but I think uh, the um, NCAA basketball also needs to do a sharp look at itself and see how they can uh, maybe improve some of the situations. Uh, with the student athlete or or the athlete, let's call it the athlete. They're not student athletes; they're athletes. And then uh, maybe uh, the coaches recommended maybe the tournament could be 106, 128 teams because all the athlete wants to do is go to the NCAA tournament. That's the goal of any youngster. I don't know. That's an open question, and I thought it was an interesting topic. Maybe to look into a little bit down the road and see how it pans out, but. But a lot of people don't realize that there's just a lot of players who just will end their basketball career, a college basketball yeah. career. Yeah, and, and no offense, but, I mean, it's probably I, – I don't feel sorry for too many of them. They don't have the ability to make it to the pros. Most student-athletes were, were like myself. We were just – I was a student-athlete. I was never going to go pro. And, and you know, at a certain point you run out of eligibility or you get cut or you get hurt. That's just the natural progression of things. Um, but yeah, I hope these guys do get to transfer and, and, and if they want their degree, they should, I mean, there's no excuse not to get it. Right. I mean, it's just what your priorities are. Yeah. It's just kind of, uh, we're trained to the portal. It kind of, it hasn't really, I don't know, maybe been exposed fully in a sense. If you're just a casual fan or someone who maybe is a little more into college sports, Right. Well, the the transfer portal is supposed. The transfer portal was is supposed to is supposed to help these kids um, more than it used to be. Yeah. Instead of sitting out here and all these other things. Hey, Robert, I can barely hear you. It sounds like the phone's in the pocket again, but I appreciate the call. And that's Robert out there in Michigan, um, and uh, he brings up an interesting uh, topic about that. I just like the fact that several years ago, with this uh, NBA combine, so to speak, lack of a better term, we take the football term for it is that um, you can put yourself in the combine and the scouts can say, you're not going to get drafted, and then you can go back to college. And I always like to bring up the um, <clears throat> the story of Chris Hernandez, who back in the day, the first time they had this, Stanford, believe it or not, was the number one ranked men's basketball program for most of the year. And 
Chris Hernandez um, went to that little combine and they said, you'll never play in the NBA. <laughs> and he was like, thanks for letting me know. And he went back for his senior year and, uh, and he graduated and never played in the NBA. But that's the thing. You're like, uh, hey, I'm the starting point guard on the number one team in the nation. I can play in the NBA. And they're like, no, you can't. Now, he could have said, like, I'm following my dreams, but he had a level head on his shoulders. All right, uh, we'll talk a little more hoop on the other side if you want to get in. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Parts is here to keep your car on the road with the right parts, advice from our parts professionals, and our free loaner tool program. Your local store has more than 80 specialty tools available for your next repair. Refundable deposit required. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about our free loaner tool program or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Rick Tittle to bring it because it already done got brought. It gotten brought in. Thank you for that. And the lines are available at the one eight hundred eight seven eight play. That's the way I'm talking like that. I think I'll stop now. As I was getting to these two teams, what? They shouldn't be there. This will be the first NBA Finals in fifteen years that does not have LeBron, Kobe, or Steph in it. Think about that. 15 years, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, or Steph Curry. Six of the past nine finals MVPs divided entirely amongst James and Kevin Durant arrived on their teams through free agency. The super team era laid out a very narrow roadmap to the title. Get some stars, put some low-cost draft picks around them, get a couple of mid-level guys, Iguodala, Livingston, And watch the jewelry roll in, right? Neither the Bucks nor the Suns really had that pathway. It's it's very fair to say that they took, well, I wouldn't say a traditional path. I mean, Milwaukee is built around a number 15 overall pick. The Suns picked in a lottery last year. No GM wants to replicate what they did. I mean, they want the end product, but they don't want to go about it the same way. So there are lessons to be learned in the NBA's big market monopoly that they have had. So before the Suns and the the Bucks duke it out tonight, you can ask these franchises, what did you do? And... You could always, uh, Daryl Morey, like 10 years ago, talked about following the 5% rule when he was with Houston because his theory was if you've got 5% chance to win a title, and he said only a couple teams have a 5% chance. Most have no chance. He said if you have a 5% chance, you got to go all in. That was a decade ago. And that logic is pretty simple on the face of things, right? Can you evaluate it when it's happening? What does a 5% title shot look like to a team? I mean, when Durant was with the Warriors, they had a 50% chance of winning it all. Or was it 80%? So what, what did the Nets have this season? 
How many percentage point is a single MVP candidate worth? I don't know. It, this is all Maury's thing. But when you quantify something that's subjective and unpredictable, I mean, you can look at what Mark Cuban said, which was, quote, one sprained toe or two, and the competitive landscape changes. You don't want to miss that opportunity. You should always put your best team you can on the floor within the parameters you have set for yourself. And that's interesting. Not what the league has said, not the salary cap, not where you fall in the draft, but the, the parameters you set for yourself there. So the sprained toe corollary is essential what the finals matchup we're about to watch because Anthony Davis strained his groin and Kawhi Leonard tweaked his knee and Kyrie Irving landed awkwardly and Trey Young stepped on a ref. It's a little bit random there. And, you know, scarcely does any title come without a complication like that. I mean, Davis played through the heel injury in the 2020 finals. The The Raptors won without OG Ananobi. He was out. The 2018 Warriors lost Andre Iguodala for most of the last two rounds, and they made it. So these weren't career-altering injuries, and they didn't need to be. All you got to be is just out at that point. So you're going to go all in. At 5%, what are you going to do when you're at 50? But that's what the Bucks thought they had. And they wanted Giannis to stay, and he did. I mean, you, they brought in Bogdanovich for five minutes, and he said, I don't know about any trade. <laughs> but obviously bringing in, uh, you know, the kid from UCLA, he's going to help Holiday. But, I mean... Bringing in a 35-year-old P.J. Tucker at the deadline? Why did they do that? One reason, and that was to guard Kevin Durant. I mean, had they not acquired Tucker, then losing DiVincenzo might have been a complete deal-breaker for that team. In Game 7 against Brooklyn, Tucker played 38 minutes. Now, who gets those minutes if he wasn't around? Thanasis Antetokounmpo, DJ Wilson. I mean, the Nets be- got within an inch of knocking out the Bucks anyway, and they really should have won, to tell you the truth. It's a choke in a way. But a razor-thin advantage because of Tucker. And that 5% title shot just got a little higher there. But obviously, Phoenix started way behind the Bucks. They didn't have a Greek freak. They had Booker, who's tremendous. And the thing is, these warning shots were fired in the bubble last year. Remember they were 8-0 in the bubble? What was that all about? Phoenix went 8-0 in the COVID Orlando pandemic machine. But what got them in the first place? Phoenix was a lottery team before Chris Paul. And they they probably wouldn't have been without him. I mean, as I said, they went 8-0 in the bubble. But something was bubbling there before they got Chris Paul. And if you think with Phoenix having the foresight to recognize a low-end playoff team that Paul might help better, and might is the operative word, because neither the Suns or the Bucks were building on, yeah, this is going to happen. But they, they didn't have to. If you build a heavy a title favorite like the Nets, that's a dream to most most teams. First of all, you got to have the money, you got to have the the draft capital, 
uh, most importantly, these guys want to have to go there. They have to team up, <clears throat> literally. And so, I mean, Phoenix kind of did it in a vacuum. And I think bad contracts are relative because, I mean, if you look at Tillman Fertitta, the Rockets owner, and he signed Chris Paul to a four-year, $160 million contract in 2018, and Tillman Fertitta said it was the worst contract he's ever seen in sports or business. He said that on ESPN, the worst contract he'd ever seen in sports or (laughs) business. And he's been proven wrong on many levels. How about that? I mean, Milwaukee was reportedly skittish as well about the pursuing Drew Holiday. Would that be enough? But Phoenix recognized that something few other teams really don't grasp and that no contract is inherently good or bad. It has to be valued on a case-by-case basis related to the play, the health, the goals, the finances. And even if Paul regressed due to age and injuries, what have you, right, the Suns recognized that adding him to the balance sheet was minimal because prior to the Paul deal, they were looking at $25 million in cap space. And Paul may have cost over $40 million, but they got rid of Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome. And Paul was a massive upgrade at point guard. And they got a guy who not only could defend but could create and score, a guy who might be in the Hall of Fame. And they decided to operate above the cap so they could use the non-taxpayer mid-level exception. And it's hard to follow, I know. It's true. But that's how they got Jay Kreider. And they had bird rights on Dario Saric. So there's your power forward and your backup center, I guess, right? And Chris Paul at point guard. Those last two spots in the rotation needed to get fixed anyway. And adding Paul didn't prevent the Suns from doing it. Adding Paul, what it did was it prevented the Suns and going young and, you know, saving that 25 mil for free agency for a guy in his second or third year. And had they taken that route, they wouldn't have been able to operate above the cap because of the exception and the bird rights. And they wouldn't have Saric right now. And they wouldn't have Crowder right now. There just really wasn't much of a downside risk in the short term. And even if there was a long risk, In the long term, or I should say a risk in the long term, with the rest of the roster getting expensive, Paul only has one more year left on his deal after this. And they could have used his $45 million expiring contract to trade to somebody who needed him. Somebody would have picked him up, right? You would think. But the Bucs didn't have to think about the opportunity uh, for costing in and and re-signing Holiday because they already had Middleton, Lopez, and Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe, under multi-year contracts. So there was no uh, feasible scenario, and they were going to get cap space to sign a star next to Antetokounmpo. So they didn't bother. They used Bledsoe as the sort of salary flotsam and jetson in the holiday deal and extending him knowing they would never have the flexibility to replace him even if he left. So in basketball terms, there was really no downside in giving him four more years. 
on the face of it, you think maybe there was, but it was a lesson I think the Bucks learned two years ago. They did a sign and trade, Malcolm Brogdon to the Pacers, just to clear money. And Brogdon's absence as a shot creator and a just a number one defender, that's what spurred the holiday trade. And Milwaukee's financial fears costed Brogdon. It changed the course fast enough that they had to go out and get holiday. And so, like I said, these timelines get overrated. There's a certain hubris, I think, inherent in the concept of these roster timelines. It's going to take three more years, four more years, five more. It's going to take six more years. It will? No, no, no. Look, the, the Nuggets are the prime example of this. I mean, imagine they landed their second round MVP five years earlier. Suddenly they're too good to draft Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr., but it's a double jackpot that GMs still try to hit consistently. The 5% rule could be a part of that. Put the right core together and keep it together for a decade. (laughs) But Phoenix bet that adding Paul and Crowder to a group of young plays suited to their skills would pay off. The Suns could have drafted Tyrese Halliburton, they could have drafted a, or they could have signed a, you know, a Wanamaker type of cheap vet, but they didn't do it. So you could say the Bucks kind of YOLO'd the trade deadline by acquiring t- uh, Tucker. But once they knew Giannis was around for the long haul, then they threw caution in and they go, we could, let's just get PJ Tucker. So I'm not saying these teams are geniuses. Because when all this was going on in Phoenix, I felt sorry for Chris Paul. I felt sorry for Chris Paul because he was going to the Suns. The Suns stunk. And what the hell is he going to do? I thought I thought him going to OKC was a waste of time. So I really thought him going to Phoenix was a waste of time. And I was wrong. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're 
we're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Teams have four attempts to move the ball ten yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and ten, that means it's the team's first attempt to get ten yards. be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. A couple minutes left in the show. And you know Bruce Springsteen, right? I'm not a big fan of his. I don't hate him. I just don't like any of his songs. But there was a big hit when I was in college that was born in the USA. Yes, I was born in the... It's a horrible song. But it has extra special meaning today for me as someone who was also born in the USA because his daughter, Jessica Springsteen, has made the United States Olympic team. How about that? She is a uh, equestrian horse jumper, and um, she'll be taking her host named Don Juan de Donkhavu, a 12-year-old stallion, uh, she made the team with other riders, McLean Ward, Laura Kraut, and Kent Farrington. She's 29 years old. She earned the spot um, at a competition in France. Um, she was an alternate rider. Last games did not make it. This time she is in. And she announced it on Instagram. Been dreaming of this since I can remember. Endless gratitude from my team, friends, and family for helping making me making this a reality. And we are Tokyo bound. 
honored to be a part of this team. There's no horse in the world I'd rather be on than this year journey with you. Thank you, Don. You're my horse of a lifetime. Let's go, USA. How about that? Born in the U. You know the rest. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Peck time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.